Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Best Film Friends. I'm Olivia here with my best film friend, Sebastian. Hello, Olivia. Hello. But today, seems like we might not be talking about film uh-huh. so much. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about a really special, special show that we both adore. <laughs> a very adore. special film. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm just so into film. Wow, mm-hmm. a very special show. Should we tell them what we're going to talk about? Um, You know what? Let's just spoil the surprise and go for it. Okay. So today we're going to talk Arrested Development. Ah. Yes. Season 5 <laughs> came out on Netflix. So it's, it, uh, it seemed like the perfect opportunity. Part 1 of Season oh, 5. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I hate. <laughs> Come on. You give me part waiting. 2. It's fine. I give, get it. I get it. Yeah. Give me part 2 already. But yeah, it seemed like the perfect opportunity. So... We're going to talk Arrested Development and, I don't know, favorite seasons. Maybe a couple other shows, just briefly, but our focus is on our our love for Mm -hmm. the Bluths. Yeah, the Bluth family. messy, messy people. Yeah, which is not even a family, according to them. Just a group of people. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay, don't jump the gun. Let's get to the news first. Okay, so the news... Um, there isn't a lot of interesting things, honestly. Um, I think we have like, I don't know, just a couple news and they're all fine. So, it's fine. It's just whatever. Is it even really news if I don't feel passionate about it? Yeah. I mean, it's news, you know, it's, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. Give it to me. Avengers Infinity War has hit 2 billion worldwide. That means nothing to me. I don't know how much money is. <laughs> well, just just to put in comparison, um, this has hit. This has hit two billion, and what else has hit two billion? Sorry. Um, I actually don't know. Or nothing. But it was the only thing. But but I do know that Avatar, the two thousand nine movie, is still number one at two point eight, or or I think it was three point two. Avengers doesn't have far to go. So I'm ex I mean, I'm excited to see this one, like when I saw that it passed the Force Awakens, I stopped caring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what world, like like um the vision and Garlic Witch and what other like V heroes are there? Like I don't know what world those characters would pass like Star Wars. But yeah, honestly, I don't care about any of them. But I'm here for Captain America. I'm here for T'Challa. King. T'Challa. I'm here for Thor. King most T'Challa. importantly. Yeah. And I'm here for Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Hell yeah. Our boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Everyone else, I'm like, mm, yeah. do I care? Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I think the. I mean. Uh, honestly, I like I'm a huge nerd, so it's like honestly. A, <laughs> let me tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a dream come true to see everybody, but it's still it's still weird, overwhelming, it's, and like too much to handle. And I like the Guardians. I forgot, but like I like them marginally yeah. more than. Yeah, it's just it's just weird that yeah, like a movie starring the the Guardians and 
a talking raccoon and stuff it's like that. It's the most ambitious crossover in history. <laughs> yeah, it's like it just—I don't know. It just—it feels weird to me that that um that like it would beat Star Wars because Star Wars is such a huge like Star Wars is Star Wars, you know. Well, I have to say, there's something that is almost a little bit archaic about Star Wars. Yeah, like it's such um a big cultural piece of its time mm-hmm. whereas Avengers. comics are very separate from movies yeah and the blockbuster has dominated the 21st century mm-hmm. so it's very much a product of our current time yeah and i think that that speaks volumes about how much money it's making I th- so I i'm not really surprised that it passed star wars but yeah once it did i kind of stopped caring because I, I love star wars more than i love <laughs> I think what I'm surprised at is the just um how well they're doing it. So even before Iron Man, which is what started it all, mm-hmm. like we had we had superheroes movies, but yeah, they never, we had like Superman movies, we had yeah. Batman movies, we had uh, oh, Hulk dude. movies. Dude, we had a Hulk movie, which was <laughs> all right. I think it's all right. We had a Daredevil movie with Oh, yeah, ben Daredevil. Affleck. Blocked that from my memory. Oh, that one was bad. <laughs> there's like a... There's and like there a, was a Punisher movie, too. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. There's two, actually. I think these those stories were definitely better told on the TV shows. I really like yeah, the Daredevil no, TV sure. show. Yeah, no, for sure. No, Daredevil TV show is amazing. Daredevil the I movie. The Punisher one. Daredevil the movie is like... Nah. Okay, it's Ben Affleck. How much did we expect? <laughs> um... And then they did a spinoff of Daredevil called Elektra. Yeah, I never saw that one. And I think that's a movie where they they hire or they put an Evanescence song like in an Queen. action scene. Wow. And yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. We had two Fantastic Four movies. Oh, those were real. I love those movies. Those movies are my childhood. I love the Fantastic Four movies. I I like the Fantastic Four. I just. I, I don't like those movies. Those movies are weird. I <laughs> would die for Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris I Evans is amazing. I love him as Johnny Storm. I love Jessica Alba. Yeah. I really like Fantastic Four. The originals. I didn't care for the remake, mostly because I don't like Miles Teller very much. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer love Rooney to Kate Mara. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan, I'm always here for you, but yeah. you're better as Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had, we also had Superman Returns in 2006, which was, it was fine. But again, like we had superhero movies, but they didn't make this kind of money because they were all like kind of shitty, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the writing that makes these movies better, but I think, um, I don't know. They've only gotten better, I would say. Yeah. As the, I I think the more ambitious ones are the better ones. Yeah. At least um from a thematic standpoint and they tend to make more money. I don't know how well Doctor Strange did at the box office and I never saw that one. It did pretty well. It's not it's not one of Marvel's like highest. Mm-hmm. But it was also an origin story so like True. What can you expect, you know? Yeah, but I really I mean the two more recent ones, Black Panther and uh Thor Ragnarok. I thought were amazing. I thought Spider-Man Homecoming was okay for an origin story. Yeah. But I do like Tom Holland. 
a Spider-Man. Yes, a semi-origin story. Yeah, because... Yeah. I like the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is the best. I didn't care so much for uh, Civil War. Civil War... Civil War was cool. I like it. I mean, I mean, I saw it on the Thursday night release. But yeah. <laughs> it was fine. Dude. There, there is nothing better than to s- go see Amazing Spider-Man Two at midnight with a with a like one of the most awesome like Spider-Man's openings ever, and then just be disappointed by just like the rest of the movie. The Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it has some good parts, but it's it's tonally it's it's a mess. It's, it's, it Ouch. never finds it never finds its footing because <laughs> you can you can see like the studio. Like, just, like, meddling with it. Mm-hmm. So Oof. frustrating. Well, but that was Sony also, right? Yeah. Fuck Sony. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, Avengers hits $2 billion. Uh, Then, other piece of news. Let's stick, it, let's stick with the box office theme. Is Ocean's 8 um, is number one. It takes $41.5 million uh, domestically. Cool. Yes. I did see that one. I think I'm seeing it again tomorrow. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I haven't seen it. Um, I thought it was really good yeah. for what it is. Like uh-huh. it's the script is fine. Yeah. Um, it's not super innovative necessarily, but the cast is amazing. <laughs> um, I've always really liked fashion. Yeah. From a young age, I thought I was going to be a fashion designer when I grew up. Uh-huh. Um, which obviously didn't work out cuz I don't have great taste necessarily. No, nah, you have good taste. Yeah. You have just a, like you have a was, good style. I I was super entertained by it. Yeah. Um There's definitely some unresolved sexual tension that I think was written out of an earlier draft. Mhm. By who? Well, just there's something between Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett that I think they were together in probably an earlier draft. Uh And then in the new one, they're not. Okay. But the whole time it's like, okay, Kate, like we (laughs) see you. You're Um, valid. Oceans. It's Oceans 11 at first, right? It goes 11, 12, 12, 13, 13. and now 8. And I honestly, it's probably going to get a sequel. Yeah. Oceans 9 probably. Um, when Ocean's Eleven hit, I think I was like I was too young, I don't know, and and yeah, Brad Pitt was on it, and George Clooney and Matt Damon, but like Casey Affleck, <laughs> but um, I don't know, it just it seemed interesting, but I never thought it was really cool, or I don't know, I just watched it, and it wasn't really like yeah, it wasn't for me. I don't know, it's weird because I love George Clooney, mm-hmm. I love Brad Pitt. You know, uh, Don Cheadle's in it. Yeah, right? he does a yeah. not great accent, but it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, so like movie stars, why like cast wise, like and uh, Andy Garcia, right? Yes. Yeah, like cast wise, like this is amazing. But I don't know. Um, hello, Julia what? Roberts. Mm, yeah, yeah, Julia, you're right. Yes, I just I don't know. Maybe it's that I was like I was like a dumb kid, and in the <laughs> movies. <laughs> And the movie was like too confusing for me, you know? Cause I mean, I guess. Yeah. You should rewatch it. The first yeah. one is really good. I, I remember yeah. the first time I saw it, 
my mind was completely blown uh-huh. by the end of it. I was like, what? <laughs> they did what? Now, just refresh my memory. The, is Spoilers. That, is Sandra Bullock in the original? No. But no. she plays George Clooney's sister. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, he's dead. Yeah. But all they show is his grave. Yeah. There's never any cameo or anything. So mm-hmm. they're probably saving him yeah. for the next one. JK, he's not really dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> but so, whatever. I don't I don't know. That I that bothered me that she was the sister of Why? Because this is supposed to be like a reboot, right? Uh yeah. yeah uh, well, so, it's yeah, it's a reboot, yeah. So I would just like completely reboot it instead of making it fit into like the mythos. Cuz this is also like a sequel mm-hmm. to Ocean's 13, right? I guess in a sense, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like that's part of the universe. Yeah, the Ocean's exactly. Universe. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to see this movie. I, mm-hmm. I love um, Anne Hathaway. She's really good in it, too. <laughs> she looks amazing. She's probably the, I don't know, like the scene stealer, I guess. Yeah. If there could be one out of the whole cast when they're all yeah. scene stealers, but... Yeah, I like. I really like Anne Hathaway. I really like Sandra Bullock. So I'm gonna see it, but I don't know. Just that like little like piece like bothered me for mm-hmm. some reason. Like, I mean, it, it's not. I'm pretty sure it's not a huge part of the movie. You know. Well, for at least my mom, her big thing was like, well, what it took eleven men to do, it only took eight yeah, women. Yeah. So <laughs> she's excited for it. Yeah. To say the least. No, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for this franchise. All the all the casts. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, okay. Let me just say this. There's a part where Rihanna brings in her character's little sister. Uh huh. I would watch a movie with that just them. Cause, yeah. Okay, they're hilarious. Her little sister is so good. She only uh-huh. has like two scenes, but it's really good. Um, yeah. Just get ready. It's a ride. <laughs> it's super fun. Do Rihanna that i know of has been in like two like pretty good movies valerian valerian and this one um what about battleship <laughs> what about battleship <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean the 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 board game or that atrocious <laughs> it's pretty good is it no <laughs> i don't i mean yeah Let's not talk about battleship. <laughs> but the next uh, box office, I think is gonna you're gonna be really excited. It's um it doesn't take number two, but it takes number four. But it's an indie movie and it's a small movie. It's a uh, heret. You're gonna help me with this. Hereditary. Heret. Yeah. Heret. I, for some reason, I can't say it. Anyways, it is the highest A24 opening. Wow, I yes. love A24. Yes. I'm- I stand them. Those um, guys know what they're doing, dude. Most of the time. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm very excited for this. I'm seeing Hereditary tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably not going to be able to sleep for the next week. <laughs> so get ready to do a, do a podcast with a zombie next week. Yeah, I already, I already saw it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> You're going to like it. Um, good. I'm very proud of A24 for this move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, A24... My understanding was that they're a distributing company, right? It's a production company. Or is it a production company too? 
Uh, probably both. Probably both, yeah. I think they started distributing and then they now produce. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but yeah, those guys know what they're doing. Even when it's like a flop, like there's some interesting parts. Hello, they won the Oscar two years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Lady Bird too, like A24? Yeah, they did Lady Bird. Yeah. I think they even did uh, The Disaster Artist. I think so too, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure A24. They've done a did. lot of big movies um ex machina yes hello my favorite mm-hmm. a most violent year oh most violent year so good oscar yes call me oscar, <laughs> oscar isaac yeah when's your birthday my birthday yeah. april april so we have we have like almost a year to make this happen that oscar isaac has to like call you Okay, so we have to get, like, really famous. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a year. Uh, <laughs> but I think it could happen. I don't think it could happen. If you want it enough, it could happen. I don't want it enough. <laughs> that was a joke. Please don't call me Oscar Isaac. I wouldn't know what to say. Yeah, you would just stay quiet. You're my hero. Yeah. Thank you for everything you've done for film. Mm-hmm. He was in a, he was in a very short scene in Drive. Do you remember? Does he have a Drive? couple scenes? I mean, I've seen I don't Drive. Know. He's in it a little bit more than just one scene. I just remember he was the boyfriend of Christina Hendricks. Mm-hmm. And, but they don't introduce him until they introduce Christina Hendricks. And I remember... He Christ- definitely gets a little bloody. Actually, doesn't he die? I, I think he remember. dies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But he's got like three movies coming out this year. So yeah. I'm ready to give you my coin, sir. <laughs> Um, so it opens at 13 million. I mean, yeah, 13 million is a lot. For an indie movie, that's an, a good Yeah. Pull. The budget was probably like, I don't know, 10 million, you know? So, or maybe even less. Who knows? Probably less, I yeah. would think. I, yeah. again, I haven't seen it, but Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Queen. Where's her Oscar? I like um I like the kid a lot. I think his name is um Alex Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. From the Naked Brothers band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you did you know that I I couldn't for a long time I didn't know he had a twin because I had no idea what the Naked Brothers band was. You ever see uh Paper Towns or the Fault in Our Stars? Um uh, no, but I know what they are. Yeah, his yeah. brothers in that one, both of them. Yeah, he's also in Death Note. Nat. Nat yes, Wolf. correct. Yeah. But I didn't watch that. Yeah, so, and then Alex Wolf is in Jumanji. Yeah. Mind blow. Yeah. So, yeah, I couldn't, I didn't know they, like, they had, like, a brother or a twin until I saw Jumanji, and I was like, how did it make look, how did it make Nat Wolf look, like, so, <laughs> like, different? because <laughs> he looks kind of like it's the same but different than i google it same but different, but different. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh jurassic world fallen kingdom opens to 151 million dollars um uh overseas so every review i've seen has been shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i saw one person say when i think someone dies yeah. Like early on, yeah. And she's like, when that person died, I was jealous. I wish that was me. 
Oh my god. Like that one I'm gonna see too, probably, yeah. but Yeah. Like I, why? I love Chris Pratt. You know, I'm Okay, a, I'm here for Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I'm gonna see him in person in two weeks. In person? Why? Uh, I'm going to a music festival where his jazz band is playing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's awesome. So, Jeff, I love you. Yeah. My grandfather. <laughs> I can't wait to hear him give the same speech again. Life finds a way. You're stupid. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you kill him when you had the mm-hmm. chance? Dude. Like- Honest, at this point, the dinosaurs deserve to take over. Yeah. We're stupid. But... It- but I think that's pretty realistic too, in the sense that if we can, if we could do this, like we will definitely do it over and yeah. over and over. You're right. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's gonna be necessarily entertaining to watch. <laughs> uh, we'll see how this does because they're planning or maybe even in production for a third one. God. I I also like the kid that's in it. Yeah. Uh, Justice Sy- Simeon, something like that. He was uh-huh. on the Get Down. He's really good. Mm, okay. I want to give him my coin too because the get down got canceled, which it did not deserve. It's because it was really expensive. <sighs> really, really Typical expensive. Typical Baz Luhrmann, but it was so good. It costs, I should you not, it costs about $1 million per, per episode. episode, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. <sighs> yeah, same thing with Marco Polo. I'm here for these actors though. Like they deserve better. Mm-hmm. The story deserved better than to get canceled. Mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully i don't think so but hopefully they'll bring it back for just a finale kind of like sense eight um know? i doubt it there's like yeah. a pretty decent internet following but mm-hmm. i don't know i mean you never know arrested development was out for what 10 years yeah but years? i guess um if you look at like those shows that have been canceled they tend to be the more diverse ones yeah arrested development is not that I mean, it's a <laughs> story about rich white people. Yeah. So. Remember when they. It's probably not going to get canceled. <laughs> remember when they go to. um, When um, when Buster goes to Mexico, but in reality, he just goes to like. That's like <laughs> urban part of L.A. or whatever. <laughs> or I don't know where they're from, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean. I have a feeling it's like Pasadena or something. Somewhere like that. Because yeah. they live in Newport Beach. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere like that. Yeah, but Maybe he thinks, a little bit further south. Yeah, he thinks he's in Mexico, but yeah, it's just like an urban part of it's the... It's just Southern California. Yeah, it's just Southern California. <laughs> um, Next piece of news is there was a trailer for First Man, which is the Ryan oh, yeah, Gosling, Damon mm, Uh, I'm interested because it's going to be the first movie where... It's not a musical in any way. Mm, for Damien Chazelle. For Damien Chazelle because he wrote a movie called um, Open Windows or something with Elijah Wood on it. Mm. Grand Piano, I think it's called. And he plays the piano and he stops playing the piano, he gets killed. Like, that's like uh-huh. that's the plot of the movie. Interesting. So they have to, like, figure out, like, the who's behind this mm-hmm. before he stops playing. So that's, like, the plot of the movie. He didn't direct it. But he wrote it. Mm-hmm. And again, like piano, it's all about music. Then he did his short film, Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Then he did his feature big film, one. Yeah, yeah. Whiplash. And then he did La La Land. Mm-hmm. So it's like all musicals, all jazz. Well, because didn't he go to Juilliard? I think so, yeah. 
Or, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he dropped out. Excuse me. I think he dropped out to go to mm, film Oscar school. Oscar stuck it through. <laughs> I think he dropped out because he, he said he didn't really have the, the type of talent that they were looking for or something yeah. like that. Well, it's very... Mm, Juilliard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's all about jazz. So this is his first like film. Mm-hmm. So I, don't know. I mean, I couldn't help but watch the trailer and yeah. think, well, I already saw Hidden Figures, mm-hmm. and that was so good that yeah. I don't know, Ryan. Can you really <laughs> pull me in? Yeah. Mm. Claire Foy doesn't do much for me. I saw a Mm-mm. couple episodes of The Crown. Mm-hmm. She's basically Felicity Jones. Yeah. Same as Amelia Clark. They're mm-hmm. all the brunette British actresses. Like, yeah. We're all the same. <laughs> and the trailer for Girl in the Spider's Web. Oh, yeah. I, I hadn't seen it, but. Not my Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. <laughs> not my David Fincher. Yeah. Not my Rooney Mara. The, Do I care? The first one had problems, but it's, they could have fixed it on the sequel, you know? But I don't I don't know who wasn't interested on the sequel. Was it the studio? Was it David Fincher? I don't know. The yeah, fact that neither. David Fincher is doing World War Z two. That is weird. Yeah. That is so weird. <laughs> did he do the uh, first one? No. Who did the first one? I didn't look it up. Do you remember? I don't know. Because I have a feeling David Fincher did the first one. He didn't do the first one. I know he didn't, but I know he was. Uh, for some reason, like I feel he was like. A product like an executive producer or something on the first um, one. Um, let's see. Mark Forster directed it. Same mm-hmm. guy as Stranger Than Fiction. LOL. That's a pretty cool movie. Um, Quantum of Solace. Okay. And Finding Neverland. <laughs> With Johnny Depp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. I don't know if David Fincher produced it or not. Yeah, I feel. Or you know what? No, I'm stupid. Brad Pitt produced it. Yeah, Plan yeah. B. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know why they brought him. I don't know why David Fincher, like, they brought him on board then. Hopefully, hopefully it's not a, like, a World cash. War Z2. Plot is unknown. Brad yeah. Pitt signed on and yeah. David Fincher. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's not a cash grab and it's, like, they tell a pretty interesting story. Because, um, like, film history-wise, like, s- zombie movies are... Like, some of the best, like, monster movies. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Mr. Fincher is very good. Mm-hmm. I just rewatched Zodiac the other day. That's a he great movie. He is a master. That is a great, great movie. Yeah, fucking Jake Gyllenhaal nails it. And Robert Downey Jr., pre-Iron Man, when he was still, like, in trouble, you know? I mean, he basically plays himself. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, my God. Yes, you're right. Mark Ruffalo. I have a mixed feelings about Mark Ruffalo, but I do like him. Oh, I love him. Everything he does, I love him. As a person, he's very, like, hashtag liberal, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. whatever, dude. But as an actor, I can't say I've ever been disappointed by him. No. He's very adorable. Uh, I like him. I like. I'm not really involved in like, like protests and stuff like that. But I like. I like that he uses social media for, 
like basically like giving his opinion or yeah or raising awareness or whatever mm-hmm. so i like that about him um he's pretty nice i've never like i've never <laughs> seen a freak out of him you should or... watch um i think it's buzzfeed that does the thirst tweets you should watch oh, him read him. the thirst tweets oh my it. god he, he gets so uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why like the other oh, thirst oh, tweets of videos are like five minutes long three minutes long and his, his is, is like only one, a minute and yeah, a half i'm pretty sure he got like super uncomfortable oh yeah <laughs> he was oh my god that was hilarious i love those videos and then buzzfeed the best thing you've ever done <laughs> and then uh two more pieces of news uh so i saw donna has already finished filming avatar 2 and 3 oh so, my god it's happening <laughs> So I'll believe it. I thought it it was a joke. (laughs) I'll believe it when I see it. When I see the first trailer. Well, not even when I see the first trailer. When I see the poster in the movie theater. With the papyrus font. (laughs) With the papyrus font, yeah. Papyrus. Uh, I'll I'll believe it then. Until now, like, I I still don't believe Avatar 2 is ever coming. (laughs) Oh, Zoe, I hope you got paid well for that. Mm Mm-hmm. She's, um... I just read an article about her that she's like, she's been in like three franchises now where the they gross more than a billion dollars. Avatar, uh, Guardians. Avatar, Guardians, and Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, so. Star power. <laughs> Do you know who Guillermo is from Jimmy Kimmel? He's yeah. like psychic. Mm-hmm. They did an interview with Soy Saldana and Guillermo's like, you are green on this movie, talking about Guardians, and you were blue on Avatar. <laughs> and then he's like, what color is next? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they finished filming Avatar 2 and 3. I'll, I'll believe it when I see mm, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, James. And then last one is Captain Marvel and Liz Pinar Toprak. Toprak as a composer. I did see that. Yeah, she's very proud of her. Mm-hmm. It's a huge jump because she scored Fortnite, which is a video game. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of crossovers between mm-hmm. video games and, and film or even TV. So it's a pretty big step. And then she did, she did a TV show. Well, also, when was the last time you heard of a female composer? True. We all know John Williams. Mm-hmm. We all know Michael Giacchino. Mm-hmm. We all know Angelo Battlefield from Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> do we? Let me clarify. Do we all? I do mean, we all know him? I do. I stand. <laughs> I was going to agree with you, and then I was like, I Hans Zimmer, n- we I all have know. I have no idea who that is. Um, yeah, so I'm very happy to see a, not only a woman, woman of color, who is yeah. taking the industry by storm. Mm-hmm. Well done. But yeah, again, she, yeah, Fortnite, and then I don't, there was some TV show, like pretty big TV show. I just saw the headline. I didn't read deeply into it, but good for her. Mm -hmm. Finally, we got some women. Yes. First Marvel um, composer. So Yes. Pretty big, too. Really, really big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, with uh, $2 billion. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. No, it's cool because this is going to set a a precedent, you know? Like... Captain Marvel is obviously going to be a success because of Brie Larson and just like Marvel. At this point, Marvel can't do like no wrong, you know? Not true. But. Well, I mean, like what I mean is that like I think even if we get like a piece of crap, people will forgive it. 
especially the time this is going to come at because it's going to be between it's going to be Captain Marvel and then Avengers 4. I mean, people are going to see Captain Marvel and then still see Avengers, but that doesn't necessarily mean I mean, this is going to be the first big superhero movie for a woman. If that flop, like if it yeah. is badly made, people are going to rage. Yeah. So No, definitely, yeah. But it's not going to be like I don't think so. Like what was the last like bad Marvel movie? Like Thor 2, you know? So no, Civil War is not a bad movie. It has I. We can talk about this at yeah. a different time. We can fight about it. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, that was a that was the news. Now let's talk. Let's talk juicy, TV. Let's the, talk TV. Yes, the juicy, juicy part. So, what have you been watching this week? Um, or I'm th- all caught up to Westworld. Oh my goodness, one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah. They're on season two, right? Yes. And they're not finished. No, like I think there's three episodes left in the season. Mm, okay. They're already signed on to do season three. I think they're in production right now. Wow. Um, one piece of news is that uh, Game of Thrones and Westworld are both skipping Comic Con because they're wow. going to be uh working over the summer. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know. I'm not even mad. <laughs> you work and you do that. I'm not even mad. Yeah. So there goes my plans. Now I don't care about uh what you call it. Oh, except mm, Star Wars might be there. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Comic Con this year is going to be weird because Marvel is not in there. Because, yeah, and Game of Thrones is not in there. And so It'll like, go back to comics. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Comic Con. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you should watch Westworld. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Uh, warning. Yes. Sebastian likes spoilers, apparently. Yes. I mean, when it's huge, when it's like a huge spoiler, mm-hmm. like, like, like era defining spoiler, like I see <laughs> dead people spoiler, you know? Yeah. Like that one you can save. But if it's like just like cool things that happen, so yeah, bring it on. Okay, I got you. Okay, so spoiler warning for Westworld season two. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you've seen the original movie, which I don't I'm think not, you have, you should I'm watch not. it. It's really cool. Um, it's it's a cool origin story. So, who's, in the, who's the main actor? Yul Brenner. Okay. From Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Um, and he plays uh the Man in Black, but in that in the movie he's uh-huh. a robot. He's not oh. a man. Pretty interesting. Oh. Anyway, anyway, so in the original movie. There's three worlds. There's Westworld, there's Roman world, and there's Medieval world. Okay. Finally, this season, they're opening it up to another world, mm-hmm. which is Shogun Japan. Yeah. I saw photos. It looked cool. It's extremely cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Samurai are cool. Starring Rinko K- uh, Kikuchi Rinko from Kikuchi. Uh, Pacific Rim. She. Pacific. Pacific yeah. Rim. Yeah. Star of Pacific Rim. Yeah, she always, is yeah. so amazing. Mm-hmm. Let me take a deep breath. <laughs> this new season is so good. Yeah? Yeah. I I heard that it was kind of slow, though. Is that true? Um, the, I think it does start a little slow, mm-hmm. probably. Um, maybe the pacing itself is a little bit slower this season than it was last season. Yeah. But I think they're really trying to just expand the universe mm-hmm. and look at different things that they didn't touch on in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, 
the last episode was focused on a one of the uh warriors from the ghost tribe okay i think i don't know what they're called um and his story i think you've seen how he was the one who attacked um mave in her past life yeah uh now in, in this season it's kind of explained why he did that mm-hmm. his character is really cool yeah um i like him a lot his name is ake no i don't want to just ramble no because An- i could say so much answer answer me this one question okay okay do the robots take over the world or it not well, yet they are in they're the still p- in westworld they're still in westworld as of right now episode seven are they are they in westworld because they want to be there or oh they're or, on the or because they can't get out they're on the verge of breaking out oh, okay so they can't get out but but they're trying to break out and once they break out um dolores slash wyatt has made it to the headquarters okay so she's made it through westworld she's down in the i had the mesa is what it's called the mesa mm-hmm. And what about Bernard? Is Bernard's hanging around. Is he with the humans or is he with the robots? He's kind of riding it solo. You're going to see he's got a pretty interesting arc. Yeah. I'm a little confused by it. He's having like memory problems. Mm-hmm. So I need to rewatch a little bit um, and kind of figure out where he's at, like mentally and also physically. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but he's pretty interesting um and you're gonna get more a lot more backstory on um william what happened between when he was a young guy in westworld and then when he was an old man and he came back yeah so kind of seeing his life william is uh, the men in black yes i was gonna ask you are both men in black um back this season so like the young actor oh yeah you see the young guy but he's more um on the outside you see him in the outside world so he's wearing like suits and that kind of stuff oh okay okay and then his name is ed harris right yes yeah is he back yes and you also meet his daughter yeah is he like a pretty like mm, like does he get like a lot of screen time i think the next episode that hasn't aired yet is uh focused on him okay so he's still like a character He's still... He's um, he's not just, like, around for... Well, so, in the finale of the first season... He gets shot. Pretty much <laughs> everyone dies, right? Yeah. He's probably one of the last survivors of those rich people. Uh-huh. So, he's just kind of trekking through Westworld on his own little adventure. Did, did he survive because he defended himself or because they let him go? Because uh, of, cause I mean, of, like... Because of Dolores, like sent him i don't think dolores holds any no sympathy for him no because like in her mind there's two versions of him exactly right? so but she i don't think she's able to reconcile uh-huh. what the older guy has done yeah. with what she felt for the younger guy so it's crazy how much like they change dude crazy. that twist killed me okay dude, awesome. i got it spoiled for me by fucking seth myers yeah how because he was interviewing that guy I only watched it because he said that his family doesn't want him playing creepy characters anymore. Uh-huh. Like he does on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that was, uh, the, so I was like, McBoyle. oh, this is harmless. And then Seth Meyers literally says, Westworld spoilers, blah, 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 he's the man in black. And I was like, 
Oh my god. You didn't even give me a chance to pause it, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> you gotta wait. You gotta, it you was gotta... the next episode I saw, yeah. but oh my god, it was. Dude, that sucks. It was still a good twist. One of the worst spoilers I've ever, like, received, was that I was watching a Star Wars Force Awakens trailer, like the oh day before gosh. the day before it came out. I should have known better. Anyways, I was looking through the comments, and then no, and then I, and then I just see Han Solo dies on this movie, and I was like, "There's no way they're gonna kill Han Solo. There's no way." Of course. You're... And then when we get to that part, I was like, <laughs> "I was like fucking like guy, well, it's like spoiled it for everyone. He was right. Jesus Christ." The worst spoiler I ever got was I was at dinner once. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, I think I'm going to read Fight Club. And my dad said, I didn't know anything about it. I was just <laughs> like, oh, I know Fight Club's a pretty good movie. I know Bad Pitt is in it. I know Edward Norton is in yeah. it. I know David Fincher directs it. I mm-hmm. want to see it, but I'm going to read the book first. Yeah. And my dad was like, oh, you know they're the same guy, right? I, I did that to a friend of mine. And I was like, what? Yeah, that spoils it. <sighs> that That's like one of those, like the spoilers of like era defining spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other ones I'm talking about. I've I've given up. I've given spoilers before too, and I feel so bad. But then like, why would you do it? But but like, I don't do it on purpose. So like on Zodiac, my <laughs> my cousin's family was watching it, and while they were in the middle of watching it, I was like, you know, they never caught the guy, right? Oh my gosh! And they're like, God damn it. Why don't yeah. we even, why don't we even watch it now? And I was like, Well this this happened in the eighties or the seventies. Like uh-huh. it's pretty well known that they didn't catch the Zodiac killer. And they're like, We didn't know and I'm like it's like it's always on T V, one of the like unsolved cases, mm-hmm. you know? Top ten, top five. And so yeah, I I gave that spoiler. And then there's another movie by Denise Villeneuve called Um Identity, I think, or or something with Jane Gyllenhaal that enemy enemy maybe yeah maybe it was enemy uh anyway spoilers um don't i haven't seen that one oh okay <laughs> please everyone dies nah i'm just saying <laughs> oh my god i'm so glad i caught you Jesus. oh my god well anyways i gave a huge spoiler to a friend cuz i thought he had already seen it kind of like you but he didn't stop me it's on my list of and, Hall films to... And he was like, you son of a bitch. I'm never going to see it now. <laughs> and, yeah, so... Well, speaking of spoilers, we're about to spoil all of season five of Arrested Development. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But wait, wait. I want to tell you what I've been watching. Okay, please do. Please yes. do. Please do. So I kept it really simple, okay? I've been Cobra watching, Kai. I've been watching... <laughs> I saw Karate Kid like two weeks ago. Really Good movie. Mm-hmm. Really interesting, too. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I've, I kept it simple. I saw Star Wars The Clone Wars. I'm getting... I'm still show, season, yeah. yeah, I'm still in season one. I'm getting into it. It's low. It's whatever right now, but supposedly it gets really good. So I just want to keep at it. And I've then, heard Star Wars Rebels is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on Netflix right now. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw Teen Titans Go. The movie? No, the TV show. Oh, that's show. not out yet. Yeah. Um, I'm preparing myself for the movie, <laughs> learning the mythos. I, l- I loved Teen Titans when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was really mad that they brought it back in the silly 
like non-serious way yeah but i've seen enough clips on youtube they're so funny that i couldn't resist and yeah i just put it on it's fucking hilarious dude uh yeah so just and then uh i saw a little bit of anime uh i saw my hero academia okay which it's about um shout out if you're an anime nerd um it's about this basically this world everybody has superpowers they call them court uh quirks Mm -hmm. so some of the quirks are like really cool so them, some of them are like really, lame. Yeah, like really shitty. But like, like honestly, like there's people who can like levitate like things, but mm-hmm. they can only levitate like a cup, and that's their quirk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, but uh, eighty percent of the whole world has a quirk, mm-hmm. and then this like main character wants to be a superhero, but he has no quirk, and uh, he basically gets like put to the side. But he's like the biggest superhero nerd. Sort of a sky high story. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah, it's kinda like Sky High. Yeah. You know what? It's almost exactly <laughs> like Sky High. You're is his ab- dad Kurt Russell? His dad's not Kurt Russell, but he's like a he's like a Captain America. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kurt Russell, I wonder patriotic. which one came first. Probably your well. Well, this my hero academia is uh based on the manga that came out like three years ago, so it's oh. definitely Sky High came first. But yeah, you're exactly what a right. Classic Disney film. You're exactly right. It's like Sky High. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Sky High <laughs> like an anime, and they're on season three, and it's getting like really dark. Oh, so not yeah. like Sky High. Oh yeah, so like it's really it's really like fun and campy and all that stuff. But uh-huh. then when the now villains, it's getting dark. When the villains show up, like shit gets real. Like people get hurt people die and one of the most interesting things is that the main character is like super over overpowered like mm-hmm. he could beat anyone but his power is so great he doesn't know how to control it so every time he throws a punch at a hundred percent basically his bones and skin like break because he can't control it yet and he's not strong enough yet to control it so he has to like leverage like do I want to defeat this person and not have the my my right arm anymore? And um, on the last episode, like he gives it his like his all, and he breaks both his arms, and he can barely move with his legs anymore. Oh they have to carry him at the end, and they tell him that if he does this like two or three more times, he will he won't be able to move his arms anymore. So I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, it gets dark. The shit gets mm-hmm. real. So that's what I saw. <laughs> Keep it simple. Very simple. <laughs> <laughs> no cerebral, including HBO drama or anything. Including it's very simple. It's just one show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about our favorite family. Our spotlight. <laughs> Honestly, I can't stop smiling because I fucking love this show so much. Dude, this show is so special. Even though there's been recent um, revelations about how shitty some of these cast members are. Yeah. Not naming names, Jeffrey. Even fucking (laughs) Jason Bateman. Like, yeah, dude. Learn how to uh, let others speak for themselves. But... Yes, it's a show that brings me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. As for many years, mm-hmm. um, 
Where do you want to start? Just talk about our favorite seasons. Well, I think we should do an overview or just like name reasons why we love this show. Mm-hmm. And then and then do like a review of season five. And then we can move on from like moments, characters. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bluths are pretty uh stupid. <laughs> That's why I love it. <laughs> I just love watching them yeah. ruin their own lives. Dude, oh my god. Um It's just pretty well written. Like yeah. it's hard to say anything besides it's so funny because they're able to tie in so many different mm-hmm. running jokes at different yeah. points. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Um and also, uh fun fact, the the Russo brothers came from here. Correct. I was going to say that when we were talking about Avengers, but Mm -hmm. I realized we had a lot of other stuff to cover. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, from... Did they do the pilot of Arrested Development? I'm not sure, but I know they did a couple episodes. They did several episodes of Arrested Development, and they are now helming the biggest biggest movie of the year. Yeah. Like the decade, some would say. Some. (laughs) No, you're probably right. But yeah, I mean, it's just funny it just <laughs> makes me feel good to watch these people suffer yeah i think the reason i love it is that especially season i think season four and five have more of a plot and more of an arc and more mm-hmm. things happening but season one through three like literally like nothing happens pretty much nothing happens yeah <laughs> like nothing happens but it's so interesting to watch because the characters are so funny. The characters are really funny and the actors <laughs> they, embody them yeah. so well. They're perfectly casted. Like Tobias Funke, you know. Yeah. David Cross, like he's perfectly cast. Jason Bateman is the perfect straight character, man. the perfect straight man. Yeah. Um Will Arnett, like the, the perfect <laughs> dumbass. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. George Michael is like the perfect like awkward kid. Season 1 through 3. Yeah. Perfect awkward Recently, kid. I'm not as big a fan of his character. Yeah, it's because he's Michael Sarah now. Like, Yes, he's yeah. no longer George Michael. He's Michael yeah. Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, he hasn't grown up. In the show or like in, in real life? In the show. Like, they're trying to keep him as a child. Yeah. When he's at a different... Like, you go through a big change between being mm-hmm. 16 and then being a graduate from college. Yeah. That's a big change in mm-hmm. your persona and yeah. they kept in the same, which I don't agree with. Yeah, it's definitely different. Pretty much every other character has gone through some change in their character, yeah. in their life, in their story. Uh-huh. And he hasn't really grown. They tried to say, oh, he went to Spain and became sexual, <laughs> but that didn't work. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's because, again, yeah, he's like, he's Michael Sarah now. Yeah. You know, he's a... Uh, I, I guess he doesn't want to be awkward anymore. Cause yeah, I don't remember any part where he's awkward, like in season four or five. You know, not yeah. like season one and three where it's like this kid <laughs> Just is silent. Like <laughs> this kid is fucking gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe is really good. Her okay. mom, Lindsay. Right? Lindsay. Perfectly I'm casted. I'm so sad. Well, Portia is out of the business now. She doesn't want to do acting anymore. Yeah. 
the creator of the show, Mitchell Horowitz, got her to come back for a couple episodes, but That's she's like, so good as the character. Mm-hmm. I wish that she wasn't like done with the industry. She's, she's iconic. Yeah. Like I don't know her from anything else than Arrested Development. She was on another sitcom around yeah. the same time. Better off Ted. But I, kn- I know she's married to Ellen. Yeah. Power couple. Mm-hmm. Dude, Ellen is such like a pimp. Like <laughs> <laughs> before she was married, she would date like supermodels. Oh, I know. Dude, yeah. Hello. Yeah, I was like, damn. Yeah. She's smooth. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we were Ellen Tantrum. But yeah, Portia the Rosie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really, really good. Uh Jeffrey Tambor. Like, yeah, there's like some news, you know, like that he, or not. I mean he plays his character well, but his character is probably the most boring of anyone. Yeah. I mean he's not in it like a whole lot because he's in prison. Um like But also he's like his whole character is just to be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> to be a mean dad. Yeah. I think everyone else is funnier because at least Lucille, like she's a mean mom, Lucille's but she's so funny. Good. She's so savage. Lu- Lucille is a savage. Her comebacks, her fucking oh, one-liners. My, my mom and I, our favorite line of hers is early in the show. Job, he's trying to, um, he does the magic trick. I can get out of prison in twenty-four hours. Uh-huh. He just wants to spend time with his dad. He goes to play catch and he gets stabbed in the back. <laughs> so he ends up in the hospital. Yeah. And the family comes to visit him. And Lucille's like, I can't handle this. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> and Michael says, well, mom, this is a hospital. There's no bar. And yeah. she says, well, this is why people hate hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so like. Yeah. It's not a complicated joke, Mm-mm. but it's so funny. Like, of <laughs> course, this woman would say, well, the reason yeah. people hate hospitals is not because there's a lot of bureaucracy or because people die here, yeah, it's but the because lack there's of alcohol. no bar. Yeah, it's the lack of alcohol. Because like, <laughs> at least you could forget about all that if, if there was alcohol. Oh. I, think, I think one of my favorite things about her is the way she winks. Which is so weird, you know, and, like even well, even, even the characters hate it. Even even uh, Jason Bateman is like, "What are you doing with your eye?" Like, <laughs> I, I'll pay you to never make that face yeah. again. And then I love when she does her chicken sound. You know, it's so it's weird like, too. Yeah, I, I there's so many. The whole family has one. Their chicken dances. Yeah, I mean, of course, everyone loves Job's. Yeah, so classic. Yeah. <laughs> We haven't we haven't talked about the star of the show either, which is uh Buster. <laughs> Hello, mother. Mother. <laughs> oh, the way you say that. Yeah, I do I'm liking where Buster's going. Yeah. I liked that um at the beginning of season five they bring back his sort of um impersonations of the family. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, they just bleep out everything because yeah. it's so vulgar. Oh my and God. you never expect that from the character, but it's so funny because it's just <laughs> like 30 or 45 seconds of just yeah, pure beeping. And you're just right there. You have the same face yeah. as Michael. Yeah, and just the character is completely it. agape. Like, oh, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> and just the characters, like, seeing him, like, what is going on? Yeah. I remember when, remember when he tries to do um puppets 
and he he does the same thing, right? Remember, <laughs> like, like his puppet is like super filthy, and they just like beep everything out, beep beep beep. And the Buster's puppet. Yeah. I don't remember Buster's puppets. Yeah. I no. remember Job's puppet, Franklin. Franklin. Which Franklin Delano Bluth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm confusing it. Maybe, but the I think it was. I think it was Buster. character on the show. Besides I'm Carl de- Weathers. I'm definitely confusing it though. I feel like Buster did take a crack at it though. And maybe it was he like super did. filthy. Because I remember that joke where they just bleeped everything. <laughs> it ain't easy being white. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, which brings us to, I think, both of our favorite character. George Oscar Bluth himself. Yeah. George Oscar. <laughs> oh, Job. But Job I feel awesome. like we probably have different reasons for liking him. I literally can't hear that song without <laughs> picturing him on the stage at the beach, about to make the yacht disappear. Yeah. He's like throwing cards in the air. His shirt blows open. <laughs> Dude, he's like, I don't, I don't know if. If I saw that in real life, I don't know how we would play, but it like recorded. He he's like putting all his like energy into it, but it, it looks so bad. His showmanship. That's why it looks, it's so funny. I know it's, it's so, so yeah. bad. Yeah, but he cares so much. <laughs> he's a bad magician too. It's an illusion, Michael. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't like my illusions. <laughs> It's an illusion, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I always had sort of a vibe from him. Mm-hmm. But obviously the reason I love him is because he's gay. Yeah. Which, um, which was pretty huge. Yeah. I'm really happy this is where they're taking his character and not just like, oh, it's a one-off. He was just getting revenge on Tony Wonder. Yeah. Um. His whole arc in season five, I found hilarious. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is, I think, season, uh, episode three, maybe, when Michael finds the family in the apartment and they're all like, oh, Michael's here. And Job has uh, John Beard's wife and he's like introducing her. And he's, oh, yeah. yeah she's yeah. like, oh, uh, Lucille says she was married to that horrible reporter who said so many bad things about me, John Beard. Yeah. And Job says, well, she's my beard now. <laughs> I, I think I think Job died in uh in season five. I think he has like my favorite moment. And one of the moments where I think like, yeah, there's like there's a rest of development to me, mm-hmm. which is when they're doing the two illusions back to back where <laughs> gay to they straight, go, straight to gay conversion. Yeah, they go into the closet and they're gonna come out straight. Uh huh. And the other one's gonna come out gay. And <laughs> I just, I just, I mean, just, just the, just the illusion. It, yeah, the illusion itself is so yeah. absurd yeah. and like typical Job. Yeah. First but, of all, but I, I love, I love the um the whole build up that he goes to the closet store. And he's getting help from all these guys. Like, Thank what, you for saying what that. If, what if we do this and mm-hmm. put this here? And he's like, it's not going to work. No, it's not. If you like that, you should watch Queer Eye. Literally, yeah. the whole time I saw that that's, scene, I was like, that's he gets eye. his own Queer Eye. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's just the whole buildup. And then when they get to the trick, when they're like talking to each other and then they're like, 
audience, audience. And then they go to like into like showmanship. <laughs> yes, you know? they're t- doing like the ex- windows. Yeah, the windows. Yeah, doing like exaggerated the faces, the poses. Yeah. I think that was like my favorite arrested development moment in season five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I can't wait to see more Ben Stiller, more mm-hmm. than just the one episode. I really like Ben Stiller. Did you notice that he dyed his wonder beard? Or pink? Pink. It was pink in the last season too. Yeah. In season four. Oh, I don't remember. I thought I thought they did it because Tobias did it. No, I I actually was thinking that Tobias did it because he probably saw Tony Wonder. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, but Tobias Which would make sense. Yeah. But But yeah, Tobias just did it because he wanted to make it skin flesh color. Flesh color. Flesh color. So stupid. So stupid. Uh, um <laughs> Yeah. Actually, so I don't know how close we are to winding up, but I do have one thing I want to bring to your attention. Yeah. Um as I rewatched Arrested Development, like, it was a couple months ago, mm-hmm. probably about six months ago at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, I started to notice some similarities with another sort of cult TV show. Which one? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Um, hear me out, at least with the All characters. Right. Take me through this journey. Let's see. We have... The character who sees himself as sort of holding the family or the group of people together, uh-huh. Dennis and Michael. Okay. They sure, uh, yeah. see themselves as the voice of reason, mm-hmm. though they're not they're usually. Not. Uh-uh. Um, and they also both have a son they don't parent very well. Dennis has a son? He does, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last season they brought him yes. up. Yeah. We have the skinny blonde <laughs> bitch who has mommy issues and low mm-hmm. self-esteem. Yeah. Lindsay and D. Yeah. Uh-huh. The bird. We have the uh, big money man who has no originality. All yeah. his ideas come from somewhere else. Uh-huh. Frank and George Sr. Yeah. Uh, he's, and he's they fr- also both have an uncomfortably high sex drive. At least George <laughs> Sr. does in the first, uh, the yeah. original show. Remind me, does Frank still have a lot of money in in Southern Philadelphia? I mean, yeah. Yeah. They still have the bar, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah. They haven't bankrupted yet. Dude, that bar, I don't know how he makes money. I saw one episode where they made money selling to underage kids. (laughs) And that was it. the whole point. That's the only time they made money. When they were selling to underage kids and when it was a gay bar. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, the boys are coming out tonight, eh? Uh okay, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Okay. We have the uh sort of developmentally challenged ones, Charlie and Buster. Yeah, Charlie and Buster. They don't always pick up on innuendo. Mm-hmm. Maternal attachment big time. Yeah. And then yeah, we have right. Mac, Mac and Job. Mac and Job. Both gay. Both gay. In the closet. Uh both come out late in life. Both, yes. Which is mm-hmm. very I like that. Mm-hmm. Um very stubbornly ideological. They stick by their guns, and yeah. no one can change their minds. Yeah, because Mac, Mac accepts he's gay. But, but he's still very Catholic. No, he, doesn't he actually renounce Catholicism? Because he's like, if God existed, he wouldn't have made me gay. So God doesn't exist. I remember he did like a whole speech about Something that. like that. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to tackle that a little bit more in the next yeah, season. Yeah, for sure. Um... <laughs> And every, every character is like, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. Yeah, 
we know. Um, but they also both mask their insecurities with mm-hmm. their flamboyance or their appearance or yeah, their muscle. Mm-hmm. Their, I mean, their like showboating. Early yeah. in both of the shows, they're both made out to be womanizers, but they're mm-hmm. not actually like they yeah. sort of promote that image, even though yeah. it doesn't match yeah. their who they are. And nobody believes it. No, no yeah. one believes it, and yeah. it's so hilarious. <laughs> Those characters actually have a lot in common. I've made mm-hmm. a whole list of different mm-hmm. stuff, but that's yeah. interesting, especially because Arrested Development was 2003, Sony, Sony was, was 2005. Five. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> it took a lot of time and a lot of watching TV. Yeah, yeah. But it makes me happy to see that at least I have some consistency on what I enjoy to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so. Let's talk a little bit about what you thought about season five, just really quickly. Um, I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. Um, I think that they need to pull it together a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It still feels a little bit disjointed, like season four did. Yeah, it feels less to me mm-hmm. than season four, but it still doesn't still doesn't feel like they have the groove, you know, like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I. I wish that they had put out part two at the mm-hmm. same time because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I haven't seen the whole season because the yeah. way that it ended is very ambiguous. Yeah, because basically it doesn't end. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Um, at least with season four, there is like a cliffhanger. There's and a cliffhanger. It was, oh, like, who killed Lucille too? What did yeah. Michael do? What yeah. happened with Job? Uh-huh. Uh, is Lindsay really gonna run? Mm-hmm. What's up with George Michael? And everyone Fake has block. something that's kind of left hanging. Yeah. And this one, it just, I know that there's more coming. Mm-hmm. So I think I was just sort of a little bit unfulfilled by the way yeah. that it ends. Yeah, me too. Um, I also, I also felt like it was about, it was, it was um getting good, like it was barely getting good. And yeah, then, it took boom. a little while for it to get. Yeah. Like good. it was getting, it was getting his footing, and then it got running, and then boom, it ends. Well, and also, I think what it's um, hurting from is that it's still trying to be in the past. Like, yeah. the season takes place in 2015. <laughs> yeah. So, Which is weird. Yeah, it's kind of... Like, I don't know how they can get up to speed with present day without keeping the uh, sort of catch-up. Yeah. Uh, whatever happened in the past as a part of the narrative which I think is really slowing it down. Mm-hmm. They were, I, I, yeah, I just don't know how they would fix it without just jumping right into something, Yeah, which they can't do at this point. Mm-hmm. Who knows? To me, every time I saw an episode, it just, it felt like, oh, we couldn't get all the actors like at the same time. But in the new one, they did a lot better. Season yeah. four, they couldn't do that at all. Yeah, season four, no. But season, season five, five, they did yeah. a better job with yeah. uh, bringing the actors together. Yeah, but it still feels like that at like at some yeah. points, like Lindsay like running away, mm-hmm. and, and she's always covered with the blanket. But it's always... because she was only signed on for five episodes. Yeah, which again, like, like I see that, and plot wise, like to me, doesn't make sense. And but I know what's going on. I know that right. they can't get mm-hmm. all the actors at the same time. So to me, that takes me out of the experience. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It seems like we're very like low on it, but I thought it was entertaining. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Like we can be critical, definitely, yeah. but 
we enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I've seen probably the whole season twice uh-huh. at least. Yeah. I've rewatched um, the Job episode where he's with the closet conversions. I've watched that <laughs> probably a, three times. Such a stupid illusion. <laughs> oh, God. Why are the cute ones always so dumb? <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, I'm always very attached to, like, the gay men on TV. Yeah. Mostly because there's not a lot of lesbians there's, on TV. No. But, like, I'm very sentimental about them and very yeah. attached to them. And I love that j- this is who Job is finally yeah. becoming. Because, like, there's always been hints about it when he's mm-hmm. sitting in the chair reclining with the guy on his lap. Like, that kills me every time. It's yeah. so funny. When um, he hires cops, but they're When strippers. he used to work for the hot cops and was an actual stripper. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um... And didn't he say, like, look at them, they're so hot or something like that? I kind of yes. remember. I when know. they set up the fake drug deal. Oh, my yeah. God. That's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had something else. Oh, that was the one thing that, so season four, they remixed. So mm-hmm. originally in 2013, when it came out, the show or the season was each episode focused on where the each character came from yeah. between the end of season three mm-hmm. and the beginning of season four. Which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool. It felt different from season three, obviously, but I thought it was pretty cool. I liked it because I could just watch the Job episodes yeah. <laughs> and be satisfied. Yeah. Um. But now I lost my train of thought. Well, they did the remix. They remixed it. Thank yeah. you. Um, so now everything is sort of moved around. Yeah. Each, the, the show is the same. It was just re-edited. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different. I think they took a couple scenes out. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't know if I'm going to see the remix. I'm happy with what I saw in season with four. With what you saw? Yeah. I love... That was what I was trying to work to. When um, Michael finds Job and uh, Tony after they <laughs> sleep they together. Him. And he's like, I do. I always knew. And it just... I don't know. I mean, and in real him, life, if someone that, ever said um, that to me, like... Yeah. I would cut them out of my life. But <laughs> seeing that, like, resolve... It was like me saying to him, I always knew. Yeah. Which I found some satisfaction in. Um, one of my favorite parts in season five was uh, when they go to Mexico, and they Each meet. Time. They meet when George Michael goes to Mexico, and they meet some of the locals. And the locals <laughs> are, and he sees all the frat boys. Yeah, the locals are from Orange County in San Diego and LA, oh whatever. God. And Pretty then they much. they go and try the uh, local cuisine, and it's a Baskin Robbins and a Pink Berry. <laughs> Pink Berry, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I go to Mexico a lot. So you can. I mean, th- do you live there? <laughs> I go a lot. <laughs> um, so like you can definitely see, like, like I see it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like that type of like. Yeah, I have friends like that. Yeah, so I was just like, Jesus Christ! Like this is this is nailing it on so many levels. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. They. I don't. I don't know who thought of this. They must have like a. No, I Mexican think they really, that's there. one thing that the show gets right yeah. so well, is they completely yeah. nail, like, Southern California, Mexico, mm-hmm. like, yeah, 
they get it like it's yeah that's they exactly get it. how it is they get it it's, the focus is rich uh white people but they get like the culture and the diversity yeah. of it yeah so that was one of my favorite like season five <laughs> <laughs> there's two guys named noah but not the ones you think yeah <laughs> uh i think i'm just gonna say one more moment and then maybe you can say one more moment yeah. and then we'll finish off the podcast my favorite moment in the entire series is when first of all my my favorite running gag in the entire series is Anne, and everybody <laughs> yeah and everybody's and what everybody's like who what and then it's like oh Anne, oh yeah 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 but her? My, yeah her yeah but my favorite moment is when george michael is like describing what she does with the eggs and the mayonnaise <laughs> and she's like he, he, she gets the eggs, puts it in her mouth, and she gets the mayonnaise, and she goes, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and she calls it a mayonnaise, and then you see, Isn't like, that so cute, yeah, and then, so and then you see Jason Spademan, like, character, and, and he's like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. that's my favorite moment in the entire show. Oh my, that's. <laughs> That one's very good. I don't know if I have a favorite moment. I'd have to think about it more. That one in the dead birds of Job. <laughs> dead dove, do not eat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love pretty much any Job moment. Um, yeah. One of my favorite episodes, though, uh, we talked about briefly a couple days ago, is Switch Hitter, which is from season two. It's uh, where the uh, Blues Company... And the Sitwell Company have their annual softball game. Uh-huh. And for me, like, softball's been, like, a staple in my personal life for my entire life. Okay. So just seeing that reflected, I don't know. I have yeah. an emotional attachment to softball. Uh-huh. But just seeing the way that each character is involved in the game is so funny to me. The way that... We see like Job and his father issues, and like yeah. never getting to play catch is such a good like. Uh -huh. Oh my god! Through line, um, dude, catch in movies is fucking classic. <laughs> movies and TV, it's like classic. Like the way that Michael's always trying to impress his father. Mm -hmm. I mean, both of them, but yeah, they both have daddy issues, but different daddy issues. Yes, very much so just such a good show <laughs> like it's it's so stupid but yeah. it's so good and it's yeah. very well written the characters are stupid but the show is really smart yes yeah. correct yeah. the characters are stupid the issues and the situations they get themselves into are incredibly stupid yeah but it's very well written mm -hmm, exactly uh close off the show yeah anything else uh Watch Arrested Development is very mm -hmm. funny. It's all on Netflix. You have no excuse. <laughs> no excuse. <laughs> you have no excuse. So it's all on Netflix right there, you know? So go, go find out it. what a never nude is. Oh, uh, yeah, a never nude. Also, the episodes are 20 minutes. So. Super easy. Yeah. Lightweight. Mm -hmm. Just go laugh for a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Let's close off the show. This was Best Film Friends. It was a long episode. Hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you so much. Uh, we will see you next week. Next week we'll be talking about The Incredibles. Yes, yeah, Incredibles and 2. 2. Oh, 1 and 2. Oh. Maybe. A little comparison. 
Yeah. Okay, I'll definitely watch one again then. For All the right. Fifth time. Tune in next week. <laughs> This、See、has、you. been Best Film Friend. Yes. Bye bye.